This is Reverend Charles Fenson. I'm the interim pastor at Presbyterian Church of the Covenant in Costa Mesa, California. This is the morning worship service. Our address is 2850 Fairview Road, Costa Mesa, California, 92626. Our website is pccov.org, and our Facebook page is pccov. And our email is info at pccov.org. We welcome you to this service. Our vision statement is that the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant is a Christ-centered community set free by grace and placed in our neighborhoods to serve and to invite all people into a wondrous relationship with God. God bless you as you worship with us. friends in Christ. Welcome to worship. Welcome to Presbyterian, the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant on this uh, Sunday after Christmas that we call Cannon Sunday. You can fire a cannon through the church and hit no one. <laughs> but not today. Good crowd here today. Nice to see all of you. So please sign the friendship books. We have some visitors to welcome. Linda is here from Roseburg, Oregon. Where is she? She's gone. She left already. Back to Oregon. Elsie and George's daughter. Uh, Dusty and Debbie's son is here from cold Indiana. Where? Eric, where are you, Eric? 
He's in the narthex, back here, out with Linda, no doubt. <laughs> Sign the friendship books, please, pass them along. Other people who are new to us that may be welcome, Tom is here to lead us in worship and in song. Welcome back, Tom. Service for wholeness today, if you have special prayers for yourself or for others, we're going to ask you during the pastoral prayer to come forward and Amy and I will share in that. Pastor Sharon is not feeling well this morning, so prayers, prayers for her. No covenant call in the month of January. No covenant call. Our brother Sam um, has had some health issues and family concerns. And didn't you just lose a loved one in your family? Your brother-in-law. So prayers for Sam and Corey and their extended family. And we'll just take a bye on the covenant call and we'll be back for February on that one. Other announcements to bring before us today. We're going to have a, a very quick children's story after the first hymn of praise and then they're off to a film. So please stand and, and greet your neighbor in Christ. Please say hello. Good morning. I am so happy to be back. I missed you all. Greetings from London. Will you please rise for our call to worship this morning? The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. We have beheld His glory. Alleluia. All the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. Alleluia. Please pray with me. Almighty God, you have filled us with the light of the world who became flesh and lived among us. Let the light of our faith shine in all that we do. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Shall we join in our hymn of praise this morning?
please be seated. May we have all the boys and girls and youth and young at heart to come on up and sit with me and Amy just for a couple of moments. Nice to see you. Come on up. Amy has been traveling, and she went to the city of London, London, England, and she brought back some gifts for us. Let's see what she has. Oh, oh, this is a fish and a cross that she got at Westminster Abbey Shop right here beautiful I'll pass that down and what else did she get she got a Christmas ornament from a cathedral also in London and what does it have on the ornament can you see It's Bethlehem. It's, it's Mary and Joseph and the Christ child. And there's the star. Isn't that beautiful? And it looks like a fair trade handcraft from Kashmir. Wow. <laughs> from Kashmir to London to Southern California. There we are. There we are. Lots of traveling this has done. I wonder if you traveled to relatives homes for Christmas how many were traveling over Christmas how many traveled over Christmas a little bit yes yes and uh, who all did you share Christmas dinner with family such as what brothers sisters cousins grandparents uncles we have a picture of an older woman, an older man. The woman's name was Anna, and the man's name was Simeon. And they were well up in years, and they were waiting for Jesus, the Christ child, to come, the Messiah, and they found him one day in a temple. And they both proclaimed God's praises with a loud voice. So I wonder whether we can learn anything from older people. Did you talk to an older person over Christmas? And of course, anyone over 25. (laughs) So look out over this family of faith. This is your family of faith. Do you see any older people out there? <laughs> Do you think we have some Annas and, um, and Simeons out there? Think so? So we're going to pray, and then we're going to walk out into the congregation, and I want you to shake hands with at least three older people. All right, let's fold our hands and bow our heads and pray. 
God, we are grateful for Anna and Simeon and for the wisdom that they gave us, embracing the Christ child. May we embrace that same child of love and grace and goodness for us and for our world. So um, thank you for these boys and girls, and I'll bless them as they go to their activities now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Everly. All right, remember what we said? What are we going to do? Shake hands. Shake hands. and, and, Three, and young we at Young at heart. And so, um, congregation, put your hand out so you can shake hands with these dear ones. <laughs> are you older? Yeah, I am. Go right out here. Just go ahead. Shake hands with these dear ones. Three. Remember three. Three. Uh, any traveling music while we do this? Can you, any, any traveling? Yeah. Good. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> like the. Uh, good morning. Um, we want to take a couple minutes just to bring you up to date on how the pledges are doing. The our pledge dive for 2019. We're actually doing pretty good. <clears throat> By the end of uh, all the pledges collected for 2018. For the general fund, it was $275,541. So far, for 2019 pledges, we've got $277,540. So we're ahead of the game. <laughs> however, <laughs> there's always a however, <laughs> there's still a few folks, regular contributors, who haven't turned in a pledge card yet for 2019. And don't ever think it's too late to turn in a pledge card. It's never too late, ever, even on uh, January the 3rd, I mean, uh, December the 30th. I've accepted pledge cards and the regular pledge cards in the back of envelopes, in the back of offering envelopes on pieces of paper, via email, verbally, so however you want to get it to me, uh, feel free to turn in your pledge whenever you uh, feel that need. So, um, so far in um, 2018, we've collected 92% of the amounts that have been pledged for 2018. So we still got a little bit to collect for 2018. Thank you. Thank you, Dwayne, for your faithfulness every year for our stewardship um, commitments. The proof of God's amazing love is this. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Because we have faith in Him, we dare to approach God with confidence. So in faith and penitence, let us now confess our sin before God and before one another. Eternal God, our Judge and Redeemer, we confess that we have tried to hide from You, for we have done wrong. We have lived for ourselves and apart from You. We have turned from our neighbors and refused to bear the burdens of others. 
We have ignored the pain of the world and passed by the hungry, the poor, and the oppressed. In your great mercy, forgive our sins and free us from selfishness that we may choose your will and obey your commandments through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Hear the good news. Who is in a position to condemn? Only Christ. And Christ died for us. Christ rose for us. Christ reigns in power for us. Christ prays for us. Anyone who is in Christ is a new creation. The old has gone. The new life has begun. Know, friends, that you are forgiven. And I am forgiven. And we are at peace. Amen. The affirmation of faith this morning is taken from the words of Simeon in the temple called the New Demitus, now dismissing. So let us rise and say together, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light of revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. Please be seated. We are now going to wait upon you for our morning tithes and offerings for our pledges for both 2018 and 2019. Our youth will receive our offering this morning. Sense to offer have I 
be seated. Our scripture lesson on the Sunday after Easter is taken from Luke 2 at verse 21. Let us listen for God's word to us. After eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male shall be designated as holy to the Lord. And they offered a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came to the temple, and when the parents brought the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what had been said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, then a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came and began to praise God to speak about the child to all who were looking for redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee 
to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The word of the Lord. Shall we pray? Gracious God, we do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from your mouth. Make us hungry this day for heavenly food, that it may nourish us in the ways of eternal life through Jesus Christ, the bread of heaven. Amen. We at the Presbyterian Church of the Covenant enjoy both a magnificent fourth Sunday of Advent Christmas Sunday on December 23rd, when we looked at the angel Gabriel's surprise visit to young Mary up in her hometown of Nazareth, the Annunciation from Luke 1, 26 to 38. And then you remember Mary's servant response to this remarkable news of her coming Change, let it be with me according to your word. And then last Monday evening, Christmas Eve, our lovely candlelight service, looking at the traditional Christmas story of shepherds, angels, the Holy Family with the Christ child laid in a manger down in Joseph's ancestral city of Bethlehem. All this with Carol's splendid vocal instrumental music, and we trust you enjoyed your Christmas with your families and friends at home or traveling near or far away. The Sunday after Christmas or Easter, preachers usually give away their pulpits to associates, which I did last year, and thank you, uh, Sharon. But today, you and I are looking together at the story of an old man nearing the end of his life with one important piece of unfinished business before him. And I believe this final chapter of old Simeon's life, we at PCC will see our ministry more clearly and we will endeavor to walk more faithfully in 2019. Jesus was eight years old when he was circumcised, a rite whereby Israel was physically reminded of God's particular love upon them. In this ancient ceremony, going back to the days of Abraham, 2,000 years before Mary and Joseph, male infants were circumcised and named. So Jesus was named Salvation of the Lord, the name given by the angel to Joseph, you remember, in a dream. Between naming Jesus and the day of Mary's purification, there elapsed 32 days. So on the 40th day of our Lord's life, Mary and Joseph brought their child, as Jewish law required, to the temple. And there Joseph would redeem his firstborn son for five shekels. Now there was provision for the poor in Leviticus 12, so Mary and Joseph brought instead two young pigeons. Luke tells us that while at the temple in Jerusalem, maybe during Mary's rite of purification itself, a righteous, devout man who had been looking forward to the hope and fulfillment of Israel's expected Messiah, one upon whom the Holy Spirit had rested, 
one who was told by that same Spirit that he would not die before he would see the Lord's Messiah, that old man, Simeon, was led to walk into the temple, take the Christ child into his arms, and praise God. Have we another slide? There it is. And he said, Lord, now let your servant depart in peace. I can go home now, for I have seen with my own eyes your redemption, a salvation that you, O God, have prepared for all people, a light for the Gentiles, a glory for Israel. Mary and Joseph, upon witnessing this event, were simply amazed. They marveled. It's the same word that Luke used for the neighbors upon witnessing old Zacharias speak at the naming of Elizabeth and Zacharias' son, John. It's the same word, marvel, amazed of the shepherds and Bethlehemites. And Mary and Joseph were amazed. Then Simeon took Mary aside, and Simeon said to Mary, This child, this child is destined for the falling of many in Israel, And this child is destined for the rising of many in Israel, destruction and exaltation. Moreover, Mary, by this child's life, the thoughts and hearts of many will be exposed, revealed. His life, his death will be like a sword piercing your own soul too. Remember, Mary's soul was pierced at the cross. And we, this side of the song of Simeon, we think of the fall of of Judas, of Herod, of Pilate, of the religious, self-sufficient, proud people of Jesus' day. And we, this side of the story, think of the rise of the blind beggar, of Mary Magdalene, of Nicodemus, the restoration, the rise of Peter, the piercing of Mary's soul. We look back over 2018 with all of its accomplishments, yet some of you have lost in 2018. You've lost loved ones. You've experienced sadness. And yet we are looking ahead to 2019. What will this coming year hold for us, for families, for our church, for our nation, for our world? Another slide of Simeon. There's Mary and Joseph, Anna in the background. So we are like Simeons on the brink between 2018 and 2019, living between two eras. Simeon represented all the faithful before him, looking, hoping, praying for redemption in Israel. He was truly an Old Testament figure. And yet Simeon was a New Testament believer as well. He saw and loved the infant Jesus. He blessed God for this Redeemer. Simeon knew that women and men would rise and fall before this child. He even cautioned Mary. May I suggest that as we conclude this year and begin the next, we do it in the same way that Simeon closed his life. From the story of Simeon and the Christ child, I have three suggestions for us. 
All Presbyterian ministers have three suggestions. First of all, Simeon closed his life in the Jerusalem temple, and we begin our lives together in 2019 within the Christian community. Another slide. Luke, the gospel writer, intentionally describes both Simeon and Anna as righteous, devout, worshiping, prayerful people. They were two people up in years who were looking forward to the joy of Israel, to the Lord's Messiah. Luke tells us that the Holy Spirit had rested upon Simeon and that that same Spirit had revealed to Simeon that he would not die until he had seen the Messiah. What I want us to see here is what Luke does with the Jerusalem temple. If we read Luke in his companion volume in Acts, Luke is going to note for us that Jerusalem, and particularly the temple, is a sacred life-giving place. John the Baptist's new life was announced to Zechariah in the temple in Luke 1. Jesus, as a boy, astounds the elders with his wisdom in the Jerusalem temple. Jesus rides on Palm Sunday to the temple in Jerusalem. Jesus weeps over Jerusalem, and to the temple the disciples return after our Lord's ascension to worship with great joy. Simeon and Anna are described by Luke as a man in Jerusalem who came up to the temple. A woman devoted to God, Anna, never left that temple. You see, from worship, Simeon and Anna derive their spiritual strength and nourishment. From joyful, blessed worship, they found encouragement in their faith. They closed their years in the temple And it is fitting that we close 2018 and begin 2019 next Sunday, January 6th, Epiphany, in the sanctuary with people joyfully, blessedly encouraging our faith. We need to walk, to journey, to endure hardship along the way together in worship. The words of Henrietta Mirrors of Hollywood Presbyterian Church where Ruth McCalmets, Ruth Lindquist McCalmets' father was the pastor for many years. Henrietta Mirrors said, the Christian faith is not only impossible to walk alone, it's not only difficult to walk alone, it is impossible to walk alone. So let's resolve in 2000... Oh, that's a gorgeous picture of Anna and the Christ child. Let's resolve in 2019 to worship regularly together, joyfully in this place. We need to be in Christian community. This is the most important hour of your spiritual week. Do I hear an amen to that? Secondly, Simeon, after taking the Christ child in his arms, offered a moving and I believe a revealing prayer. Lord, you are now dismissing your servant in peace. The nuke dementis. We said it as an affirmation. Lord, I can die now in the peace, for I have seen your salvation, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and a glory for your people Israel. Light and salvation. From the birth of Jesus and from long before our Lord's birth in the writings of the prophets, the child that Simeon held in his hands was to be a light for revelation to the Gentiles. That means Christ's love is not just for us. It's light for those not in this sanctuary with us this morning. 
Says Isaiah, the Lord will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. So this great church exists not for itself. Our mission is to bring, to proclaim, to carry the light of Christ's love to the nations. So our food pantry and our hygiene bags that we give to street people almost every day, right, Elsie? Every day. Our Habitat for Humanity, our Costa Mesa High School Teacher Appreciation Breakfast coming up on February 1st, the numerous AA groups that use this sacred space, the I-Lead Homeschool that began last August with us, our Ministry of Gracious Hospitality with retired teachers and veterans, the Christmas Joy Offering, the One Great Hour Sharing Offering, all a part of Simeon's blessing of light to the Gentiles. So may 2019 continue for this congregation to be a year of mission. And finally, there would be no worship for Simeon and Anna, no mission for Simeon and Anna, no mission, no worship for us in 2018, 2019. Would it not be for the Christ child, the one whom Simeon enveloped in his arms. Simeon is holding promise. Simeon is holding a little child, powerless, speechless, a newcomer to the world. Simeon stands in grateful wonder. He's seen it. He's touched it. Simeon is satisfied. It is enough. He can go to God. I've been thinking about this story this week. And I realized that by the time the mature Jesus would come on the stage 30 years later, Simeon and Anna would be long dead. Most of the shepherds who came to see the child in the major, possibly Joseph, gone, wise men, magi, dead. What did Simeon hold? For whom did Simeon bless God? Why did he say, I may die now? Simeon held and blessed God not just for any baby. Simeon held promise. Simeon held promise for change. You see, the gospel is that the child is transformational. The child can change our hearts, our habits, our church, our nation, our world. Is that our last slide? Any more slides? Simeon held not just any child but a child through whom God promises change. So where will this child change you and me at the close of this year, at the opening of the next? How will Simeon's joyful dismissal in peace bless our worship, encourage our mission? How will Simeon, who was dismissed by God in peace, bring positive change in your life to our church in 2019? A new pastor in 2019 for you? A fresh sense of God's presence? We have dismissed many good people in peace this past year from this family of faith. And we've welcomed others. And we see new lives week by week coming to worship. So may we, for the sake of the gospel, Endeavor to be Simeon's and Anna's. You see, there is wisdom with age, isn't there? 
I look forward to as many months as we can share together in 2019. Shall we pray? May the words of my mouth, O God, the meditation of our hearts be pleasing to you. We pray and worship through Christ our Redeemer. Amen. You know, we in Southern California almost feel guilty about singing this next carol in the bleak midwinter. (laughs) Shall we rise on this sunny day and sing this carol? Amen.
Please be seated. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. I saw three ships come sailing in on Christmas Day in the morning. And what was in those ships so free on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day? And what was in those ships so free on Christmas Day in the morning? Our Savior Christ and His Lady on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. Our Savior Christ and His Lady on Christmas Day in the morning. Break with your sail, those ships so free on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. Break with your sail, those ships so free on Christmas Day in the morning. Tom and Cornell, that was really beautiful. Some prayers that we pray are answered very quickly, like those of us who prayed for you, Sam, when you were in the hospital, and here you are in our midst. Other prayers we wait a long time for, and some prayers may take a lifetime. Shall we bring our prayers to the Lord this morning? Please pray with me. Holy and merciful God, we offer ourselves to you in humility and pray. We seek you this morning, and only you. We approach your throne of grace with praise and thanksgiving, with joy and hope for this new year around the corner. As we reflect on 2018, we recall the words of Paul, I do not understand my own actions. For I do not do what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. Try as we might, Lord, we often find ourselves in the same situation as Paul. We repent for our selfish ways and ask, O Lord, that you would focus our eyes on you. Help us in this new year to seek you first and to relinquish our control to you. Let your will abide and guide our lives in 2019. 
We pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world and ask, Holy Father, for your hand of protection and your ever-present mercy to be upon them. Keep them safe from radicals and extremists that are intent on causing harm. Keep us safe, too. We continue to pray for Indonesia in the aftermath of the tsunami and for all those helping in the recovery effort. We pray for each and every person affected by this horrible tragedy. Father, we pray for those closer to home affected by the extreme weather conditions, cold, and blizzards. We pray for each one's needs to be met and for you to prompt people to be neighborly and to help one another. We pray for those affected by the government shutdown and pray for a swift and peaceful resolution. We pray for those right here in our midst. Comfort those who are missing loved ones during this holiday season. Uphold us who are facing our own health challenges and give hope to the despondent and pour your love and mercy on us all. We pray for your loving comfort for the family of Sam and Corey's brother-in-law, Ken, who passed away this week. We pray for your healing and your comfort for Michael Weishauer, who is still in the hospital. May he feel our prayers and be restored to health soon and be back with us. Lord, mold us and shape us into the disciples that you know we can be. For your glory and the glory of your kingdom, in your holy name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. We come now to our monthly service for wholeness. Uh, this liturgy comes from our Presbyterian Book of Common Worship, and uh, we've recovered that um, blessing of uh, bringing folk forward for prayers, special prayers for themselves, for their families, for our community, for our world. So hear now the promises of God. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. God consoles us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to console those who are in any affliction. For just as the sufferings of Christ are abundant for us, so also our consolation is abundant through Christ. Jesus said, Ask, and it will be given you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, it will be opened. Gracious God, source of all healing, in Jesus Christ you heal the sick and mend the broken. We bless you for this oil pressed from the fruits of the earth, given to us as a sign of healing and forgiveness, and of the fulfillment of life you give. By your Spirit, cup upon all who receive this ministry of compassion, that they may receive your healing touch and be made whole to the glory of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Who have come forward for their friends and their families, for all who have remained in our pews, yet still praying for their friends and families and loved ones, so we commend these dear ones to your good care and keeping. So we pray in the name of the one who's taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you, Amy. A wonderful hymn to sing together at year's end is our hymn of commitment. God of our life through all the circling years. Tom, come forward and lead us. Please rise for our final hymn. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit rest and remain with each one this day, this night, in the season of Christmas tide and forevermore. Amen.
This is Pastor Charles Fenson again, and we invite you at any point to come and worship with us here at Presbyterian Church of the Covenant in Costa Mesa. We trust that God has been honored by this worship service and that you have been blessed. God be with you.